The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The Pharisees approached Jesus and asked, Is it lawful for a husband to divorce his wife? They were testing him. He said to them in reply, What did Moses command you? They replied, Moses permitted a husband to write a bill of divorce and dismiss her. But Jesus told them, Because of the hardness of your hearts, he wrote you this commandment. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. And for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, no human being must separate. In the house, the disciples again questioned Jesus about this. He said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. And people were bringing children to him that he might touch them. But the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he became indignant and said to them, Let the children come to me. Do not prevent them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Amen, I say to you, whoever does not accept the kingdom of God like a child will not enter it. Then he embraced them and blessed them, placing his hands on them. The Gospel of the Lord. In the beginning, writes Genesis, in the beginning, it is not good for us to be alone. Often we hear that woman comes from the rib of man, that woman is made for man. But that's not what the language says because often people have used this part of Genesis for male domination. But the language says that woman is made from the side of man. And according to Naomi Rosenblatt, in her wonderful book, Wrestling with Angels, Genesis implies that man and woman are the two halves that make the whole. And Adam, when Eve is brought to him by God, Adam is utterly smitten with the appearance of this new companion, the missing half. And in the beginning, it is not good for us to be alone. We all belong to someone, all of us. But does that someone belong to us? In our assembly today, and among those reading and listening to this homily later in the podcast, we are widows and widowers, married, divorced and remarried, single persons, and vowed religious. 
I belong to a monastic community, but does my community belong to me? I belong to this villa. Does the villa belong to me? I belong to my spouse. Does my spouse belong to me? I belong to my best friend. Does my best friend belong to me? What is important for us to remember is that no matter what our state in life, we belong to someone. And in the words of Maury Schwartz, in the book Tuesdays with Maury, without love, we are birds with broken wings. However, sometimes we wake up one morning and we are alone. Every divorce is a death of a relationship. Every physical death of a loved one is a great divide. Sometimes love does die. Sometimes our wings do break. And when they break and stay broken, we are unable to handle someone missing. But there's always something else. And this something else is called friendship. According to the moral theologian, Dr. Paul Waddell, we have friends and friends help us be good. Friends forgive. A true friend always tells me the truth. Friends help us stay focused on the important things and they help us repair our broken wings. When we Christians befriend each other, we consecrate each other in Christ. And that's why, according to the letter to the Hebrews, Jesus calls us his brothers and sisters. There is no better mentor than God. God holds out the ideal, love and commitment. And as human beings, we often fall short of that ideal. But we must never forget the most important line in all of Scripture. In my opinion, the most important line in the Bible is in the first chapter of the book of Genesis, verse 31. God looked at everything he had made and said, it is good. And it's so true.